Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout. Uh, this is episode number 83 for Wednesday, April 19th. Uh, hello, everyone, my name is and welcome to Breakout. Joining me, uh, this is episode number 83 for Wednesday, AI Drake and The Weeknd. It's Casey Wosu and Frost. Hey, guys. Did you, guys, you, guys did you guys read about that? Did you say AI Jesus? I'm sorry. I was... AI Drake and The Weeknd. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I did see. I haven't um, heard of this. No, what? So, uh, oh, hello, hello, everyone. Everyone's saying echoes. There, there echoes? was an echo. I apologize. One of the one of the, the streams dolphin? started playing music. Yeah. It's, it's gone now. Uh, it should be fixed. Everything. Everyone was fine. Everyone was just friggin' yeah. friggin' cool. It. Uh, yeah. So, oh, well, first off, welcome, uh, welcome to Breakout, everyone. Welcome everyone to YouTube. Everyone in Twitch. This is our weekly uh, podcast live show, all about all sorts of stuffs. Today, we're going to talk about um, Nintendo uh, being uh, litigious to the point of ruining a man's life. Uh, whether Netflix, now that they have uh, 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 have Joseph Staten, who's who's a primary figure who was responsible for Halo in its in its heyday and its current day, uh, making a AAA game for them, whether Netflix can become a, a major player in the games industry, and then we're gonna talk about old trends, old technologies that we kind of miss. Uh, Yahtzee happened to have a, a EP on loading screens and missing them. I happened to write an article about how I miss changing discs in games. So we're going to look back at some of the weird random shit in technology that we kind of miss. Um, welcome, guys. The Drake the Drake thing. So a new single dropped last weekend, a Drake and uh, Weekend collaboration. And everyone's like, oh, this, this is pretty good. This is better than Drake's last album. And it turns out it is wasn't, not real. Wasn't it Drake's was last AI. album, like all the dance tracks? Yeah, I like that one. I did not know that one actually. Yeah, no, uh, not a fan. I'm a but, uh, I think it was uh, like God's plan it was the last Drake thing that I listened yeah, to. You, you guys catch it up to do. <laughs> you probably <laughs> also fine. Uh, but yeah, the uh, uh, it was it was a song, and then a man came out and said, "That's not them. I used the AI to make a song, and it was like on Spotify and streaming service." And everyone was like, "What do we do? Like, right. is this <laughs> <laughs> what do we do with this music? Where does it exist? Is it real? You can't untwerk that. Like, it's, it's uh, just out yeah. there. Yeah, it's a done. A done bun can't be. It's kind done. of it's upsetting on a number of levels. Uh, sure. To me, who I'm a very big weekend fan, and I'm a moderate Drake fan. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them, you know, fantastic artists, very super popular. To to say that AI can just recreate what they do is kind of insulting to them. But and the fact sure. that so many people kind of jumped on this, like, oh, this is some new heat from these two artists I like, kind of just shows me how uh, ignorant a lot of the like the greater music listening community is, because it's a very very generic sounding track to me. And I I didn't know it was AI when I first started listening to it. I thought it was like really old, uh, like some old like mixtape stuff. Like, yeah, because Drake, yeah, yeah, because the weekend and Drake had like a connection early on. Like Drake was basically trying to put the weekend out early in his career, so it could yeah. have been something from like fifteen twenty years ago. Was what I thought. Like, oh, this is some really old and released stuff. Talk about yeah. oh, this is brand new. I was like, huh? They went backwards. <laughs> <laughs> They, yeah, went, like, they went the wrong way. Like, it's not are, that good of a song, Canadian. but it yeah. does have all of the hallmarks of, like, a lot of the really ass music that comes out nowadays. And if yeah. this is what passes for, like, uh, a hit, like, AI wins. Yeah. I mean, that, that's sort of what I figured. It's just, it's hip-hop, you know? It's pop music, which it's about as algorithmic as it's going to get. It's like when Hobson made that 
fake mumble rap song to make fun of mumble rappers and, and it was like top like of the charts yeah. i was like yo this slapped and i don't think it had words yeah eminem and lupe fiasco also made kind of mock tracks where like they were borrowing a much weaker style and it was like these are actually pretty good like it, it turns out when a person with talent tries to do something that untalented people do you see you see the merit in it. it's like oh okay i see why people like this see we there want we want club music that's why pitbull will not leave florida <laughs> It's just, I mean, listen, if you were Mr. Worldwide, why would you ever leave Florida? Yeah, it's, it's like, when I, we're listening to, uh, what's his, Kevin from Tame Impala, right? Uh-huh. Where well, he was saying, there's just some drums, some music that you want confidence in, that you want, like, when you air drum, when you go to dance, you just want it to be there. And, you know, so it's just, it's just easier to groove on, you know, easier to groove on, easier to dance to. I'm not surprised, really, like Drake Weekend, if it was something else, like maybe... Pete Maynard, whatever his name is from Tool, that would probably be confusing. But the thing is, they could they could do this with anyone, right? Like before this particular track came out and got popular, they were doing a lot of just uh, mix up tracks where like it was it's literally just somebody else's song but in another person's voice. Like Kanye would be singing like a Drake track, yeah, or Mm. uh, what were some other ones? They had like Rihanna singing like Halo from Beyonce or something, and it's like yeah, yeah. Yeah. If, if you actually listen to these artists, like the, the AI is doing a remarkable job of mimicking the voice. But if you actually listen to those artists, you're like, this doesn't sound like that artist. It sounds like the other artists with a filter on their voice. <laughs> the worry, though, is that it, that's what it sounds like now. But like, is this like version 1.0 of AI? Like, are well, we going to yeah, get sure, to a like point it, where, could, yeah. it could maybe get better, more indistinguishable? I imagine it can only get better, right? Right. Isn't that how technology works? Doesn't doesn't go backwards. Like, weren't, weren't um, the lawyers uh, circle? That we'll, we'll talk about more about lawyers and stuff. But like the like the music industry lawyers are notorious for cracking down on stuff like exactly this. Yeah, and that's why uh, there's a a lot of like older games that had licensed music are not available on storefronts because of music licenses. Like right. that is the one thing, and that's like a different scenario. But like the music industry is weirdly litigious in a way that um, uh, some of the other industries just aren't. Remember Napster? Yeah, I was, I was just about to say Napster. We, yeah, we from fucking Metallica. The world, yeah. So, it did. You got the music industry and Nintendo and Disney, top three most. Most uh, more, most court, courtful, and, and the weekend has done music for Disney. Oh, are they in big trouble now? Huh? Like he, he has songs on the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh damn. <clears throat> I was thinking Pink Panther. I got so confused. Yeah, he he did a he did a track on the. Welcome, Jack Bradley. Welcome, to Early Access. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's great to, great to have you here, and Jewel Rowe. Two euro dono. Thank you so much, Jewel. Uh, love semen. Miss new IPs being uh, weird and doing risks. Um, agreed. Are you talking about that's semen? Because that's not how that is. So <laughs> <laughs> semen. That's the plural. That is, that is you got two copies of it. It's semen. <laughs> uh, semen is one of the games I believe on the art. I think yeah, it's one I think of the it's game on, games the, on it. Um, oh, okay. I, I I picked that to uh, specifically. Because uh, one of the things Casey mentioned that that he would talk about was um, kind of like voice, like the 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 Xbox emphasis on voice commandy things, mm-hmm. and I couldn't think of an Xbox game where that was really like central, and so I went all the way back to another voice commandy game, and it was C Man. I was like, put that man on a thumbnail. That man doesn't get to be on enough thumbnails. No, that, I mean that works. The the Dreamcast was kind of the progenitor to everything the Xbox kind of stood for. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Shout that weird little box. Um, a lot of wow, a lot of weird things. Uh, this, this, how are you guys doing? You guys have anything new before we start talking about stuff? Got any confessions? Do any crimes? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, Recently, if anything, uh, I can I can address uh, the the fact that I was absent on the last uh, hidden gems was because I was uh, being violently assaulted by my allergies. <laughs> yeah, like it, it has been uh, a really long time since I've been like that down bad for some fucking tree pollen. But like I mm-hmm. I couldn't see straight. Like my head hurt. I was sneezing constantly. Like you would not have liked to see that on the stream. Uh, I don't know yeah. how you do it. I was in Jersey two years. Uh-huh. The cars would go yellow with pollen. Yes. Yep. I, was like, I ain't never seen that before. It was it was ridiculous. It was a and silver car worse. when I got here. It has gotten worse in the year since. Ooh. Every single day is a, a high pollen emergency thing on my <laughs> on my phone. It's like, what do you do when <laughs> when it literally tells you that the air will kill it? Like, <laughs> yeah, every day is high pollen. Yeah, like what, about, what am I supposed to do? I'm, I'm, I'm on medication. All day long, I had to, I had yeah, to buy new to... meds and like kind of halfway double up, like halfway through the one med, I switched to the other one, and like that seems to be working right now. Hopefully, I don't OD on allergy medicine. Frost, were you giving him the honey tip? Yeah, you need to get you some local honey and put it all over your you body. Said, you said, <laughs> you said not all over your body. You do need to eat local honey. Though. Yeah, because it's it's like you know getting like pollen antibodies. I, I swear, local, I swear by it. Local honeys uh, help help my allergies. Uh, when I, I, starting when I was in high school, and, I will one hundred percent go and do this because I can't live life like this for much longer. Uh, no, you can't. No. <laughs> local local honey is great. You you know if it's just normal honey, it won't matter because it's not yeah. from your area. Uh-huh. You, know, you need the I need yeah. stuff instead. All right, you I, know what they I, say. Searching. If you have enough local honey, you can uh, pair it with some hidden jams. Put it on. In my head, <laughs> made perfect sense, and then I said it. And I was like, "Ooh, that didn't make any." Is that sense. a line from the new Drake Weekend? That was <laughs> that was from the new Breakout AI generation. That's Marty GPT broke. No, the, the uh, lyrics also didn't make sense in that song. If anyone cared to listen, but I'm, I'm sure they didn't. Do they ever really? They were all because well, it was about dating Selena Gomez, right? Was it? I mean, the that AI would, would definitely know more about Selena Gomez's dating history than I would. It's I think it was about how the weekend dated Selena Gomez. Oh, that was a thing. It's not just Justin Bieber. I'm sure he's dated other people. I don't know her like that. Because Justin Bieber like, is currently dating a bald. I don't know these people. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a bald? a bald something or another. A bald, bald, no, bald twin. Okay. I heard bald twin. <laughs> a bald twin. Dating Selena a Gomez is bald twin. No, he's she. He's dating or married to uh, I believe Alec Baldwin's daughter, Haley Baldwin, the mm. heiress to the Baldwin fortune. Nice. Uh, what is good for fortune? him? Them. What is the fortune? I love uh, hearing a family. Probably going to be less when he's trying. Oh trying my god! Yeah, right. That that, that happened. Oh, that is a thing. Awkward. Yeah. Um, you know what? There's a lot of crimes in the world, and we cover them because we are the world's number one resource on uh, what, what sort of crimes been going on. Yeah, yeah. Marty just solved the uh, Sonic murder. Like you're ready for this. Yeah, it turned out it was. Uh, I already forgot who it was. I think it was like one of the dudes with a horn. Or it was Amy or something. You, 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 you didn't get far enough. Yeah, you didn't get far enough. I mean, I finished the game myself, but that was again oh, okay. a couple of weeks ago, and I've deleted everything since then. So fair, fair. Um, we were we were hinting at the litigious nature of things uh, because a story uh, went up. This is sort of a uh, companion piece to a story from last year about uh, a. Um, member of a hacking group, and this man's name was Gary Bowser. So, which, what is what is going on that we got Doug Bowser leading Nintendo and Gary Bowser 
was a member of a hacking group uh, who was sentenced to uh, multiple years in prison. And I think he was he finds some exorbitant amount for uh, being a part of this hacking group, which um, like dealt with like modified consoles and modified hardware and, and just stuff that's like, yeah, it's illegal, but. You know, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it's kind of like um, who, who does this really hurt? Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, Nintendo um, uh, has has uh, uh, apparently feels different because though uh, Bowser is uh, now out of incarceration, uh, he has said that uh, part of the deal has been that he has to pay, I believe it is 25 to 30 percent of his income to Nintendo for the rest of his life. Yeah, that, pay child the, support. The no. total sum is like fourteen point five million dollars or something like that. that yeah, to. it's a thing that like the sort of the payment plan is like, like your student loans, like fucking on on adrenaline to the heart for the rest of your life to pay, you know, this multi billion dollar corporation what is ultimately like a drop in their bucket. Like they don't give a shit about any of this money, but it's very clearly like their lawyers trying to make an example, I guess. Uh, absolutely, yeah. The, the the thing that bothers me most about this is um, I like I own a house and I have rented two tenants in the past and yeah. I've had tenants who skipped out on like their contract and have not paid me rent. And the the one time where I was like, okay, this is a lot of money. I need to take this yeah. person to court and basically try and get my money back. Uh, mm -hmm. It was such an arduous process. And in the end, uh, we went through arbitration and they signed a deal that said, this person will pay you X amount of money. But even when this person who of course still was not paying me my money, when he broke the contract, the courts told me, we can't do shit about that. What's the point of courts? <laughs> Why like, do we do courts? Like they put, they put a judgment on his name. So like from that point forward, until he pays off that judgment, he can't like buy property, but the guy's a yeah. bum. Like, what is he, what is he going to buy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so the fact that the courts cannot force a person to actually pay a judgment is like, how did Nintendo go about making it so that this person has to garnish their wages to pay this judgment? Cause he could have just ignored it and been in debt. Yeah. But no, they're just, they're, yeah. They're forcing him to pay this money that they know that, he can't pay. Does that cross like international boundaries and stuff? What happens if he is that just always lingering there? Like this, this guy is American, Mark right? I, don't uh, know. I believe he's Canadian. How unlike the Canadians. The Can oh yeah, uh, yeah. Hometown Canada. He'll be in Canada, not the US. Yeah. Um Wow. Yeah, and it's so maybe it's different. Uh, though. Yeah. You know, people uh uh, you know, I saw a lot of people getting mad specifically at Nintendo and I mean, rightfully so, but like it's creator. It's kind of like the same argument of like when there's um, like we talked about, like the abuse and mistreatment at like Activision Blizzard or something like that. Um, you know, there's a very different uh, there's a there's a clear line of demarcation between like the creators and then the rest of the shit that goes on. Uh, and so like, this is a weird thing to where, like, I imagine the people fucking developing Zelda have no idea and don't care about any of this. Um, but it is like pretty insane how a kind of beloved company as Nintendo is able to, to swing their clout and like use the legal system to like ultimately ruin a man's life for like a crime. I agree. But like, I don't know if the, 
the the punishment fits this crime like this is this seems absurd and excessive especially after him yeah. serving several years in prison yeah like they sent the man to jail for yeah this, yeah but they're like that's that's not enough. Yeah. that was the nice side of things it was a death sentence they talked him down though <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong punching the man to death. Yo, from just Funky Kong's coming at you. I, they're just to me. Uh, there's like good guy Nintendo, bad guy Nintendo. They're just lawful. If you take it in D and D terms, they are lawful neutral because uh, in order to protect their own IP, they will go after people who make strange knockoff bootleg thing to sell to kids and you know take advantage of them but they'll also sue like the little kid that just wanted to i don't know make their own mario stickers or something like that because then it'll stick that's like an old old lawyer thing i heard a while ago that if you want to be able to protect your stuff from the malicious people you kind of also have to sue the you know the ones that don't have that kind of malice for you so i wouldn't say that they're evil they're just super lawful and it's moments like this where it just looks like like what are you doing this guy is essentially Nintendo slave forever. Just yeah, Casey. I mean, Casey, you obviously one, one. you follow the Smash scene more than we do, and you know what mm-hmm. they how they've come down on like fucking like tournaments for charity and charity streams, and like they've been yeah. insane in the past. When it comes yeah, to like, that. It, it is very blanket with them. Um, yeah, it, it's it's without any sort of like uh, negotiation or leeway. It's like they have a code, and if you don't adhere to it, f you. Right? Yeah. And like, in a way, it's like, you, like, it's always been that way, right? So you kind of have to expect it and be weary of it, which in itself is kind of like, all right, well, this guy decided he was going to commit these crimes against Nintendo, who has been mm-hmm. known to do this sort of thing. This is very, very extreme. But like, he, he, like, he did do the thing. I, I don't believe that this is a fair punishment for this sort of crime. Sure. Like few, few punishments for several crimes are actually fair. Uh, if we're going to get down to it. Also a nonviolent crime. Like, right. Yeah. It is, it, yeah. That, that's very different. Yeah. And like, it's, it's, it's a symptom of just the power of corporations worldwide. Yeah. Cause it's cause like as bad as it is in America, like this technically isn't America, right? Like this isn't yeah, like, this is just corporations point blank period all over the place. They, they can swing this kind of power or on normal citizens. And it's like, to what end even? Cause like the people who people are going to hack, people are going to uh, do ROMs. This isn't going to stop that. It's just going to punish this guy who got caught. Like, I can't mm-hmm. imagine who was already hacking. Like I know people who like put ROMs and stuff on their steam deck. Because they want to play Nintendo or whatever, like it's, it's almost like you're you're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, hold on, I want to be. Like, I think every time we talk about my Steam Deck, yeah, I'm like, Game Game Games. I want to be admitting to this kind of stuff live. Well, I mean, like, I'm getting 25 percent of my meager earnings for the rest of my life. Enjoy. Already buying all the fucking make, amiibos. What happens if you make nothing? Like, that's what, what I'm if like, I make negative At that point, money. they just send just assassins after you. At that point, right? that's that's the secret is you got to make negative money. Going if you debt. owe someone else yeah. money, then that debt is going to be compounded and Nintendo has to pay that debt then. So that's the <laughs> thing is you get a big debt and then Nintendo has to pay 25% of it. Yeah. Be, it's like using negative stocks. numbers in Mario snap cards. Yeah. Marvel oh. snap. Oh my God. I said Mario snap. Also, they should make Mario snap. <laughs> stop, stop giving them ideas for other people to rip off and then for them to sue afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah. No, 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 no. We're anti. No more Nintendo. Uh, until Tears of the Kingdom on Nintendo <laughs> Switch family of consoles. Um, oh, but the other thing is like, yeah, as, as, I want to say like the other thing, as terrible as this sounds in a headline and as, as off-putting as it is for like 
regular people to hear like it affects nintendo like zero percent like there's literally nothing that's going to show up anywhere that nintendo is going to respond say hey sorry (laughs) like they're not going to give an excuse they're not going to rescind that like they're going to just keep trucking along yeah and that man is going to live the rest of his life uh, as an indentured servant yeah and like I would, I'd be all aboard of uh, a Nintendo boycott uh, during the Wii U generation, but not we got to use the kingdom. That's about to okay. Hiro Miyamoto can kill a man in Times Square, and I day one. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine Shigeru Miyamoto killing a man. Couldn't you? He don't got he don't got that dog in him. With that kind of power, I don't know, man. <laughs> there's that. It's the the picture, the X-ray of his chest. There's no dogs. There's no dogs. Got no dog in his. A bunch of turtles though. It's weird. Watch your turtles. This is a strange Italian man. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nintendo recently also has also um, uh, they went after like a modder who modded multiplayer in Breath of the Wild. They went after YouTubers who were covering the modder. Like I know, I know, yeah, I know people who've had like a shit ton of their videos demonetized just on like a flick of a switch. You know, everyone assumes like video games kind of have fair usage in terms. I don't know. You can anytime Dead Island just came out, and you could just Google and watch it and play through. An unedited, uncommentated playthrough of the entire game. Right like now. that's so kind like, of in bad faith. Like they kind of explicitly say not to do that sort of a video, oftentimes. Uh, and like but Nintendo, every game, you can find that. Yeah, like, you, you sort of can. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and Nintendo has it been. Is, yeah, technically it is illegal. Yeah, like it's, yeah. It's, that's not how that's not transformative work. at all. Yeah, yeah, and and Nintendo has been like that in the past for just regular stuff, like stuff with commentary, right? And like mm-hmm. it took them a long time to understand, like, hey. This is the internet now. You got to chill. And like they've sort of backed off some, but like this yeah. is still like the vestiges of them being just super, super litigious. And mm-hmm. like, will it get better? Maybe. Or will it get yeah. worse? Because stuff like uh, AI copycats are popping up and they might just just air back on the side of caution and just be like, all right, anything that isn't what came out of our house is going to get burned to the ground. Yeah. Mario on a thumbnail. We don't trust. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's. Um, that's it's weird it's shitty and it's kind of like been nintendo's mo for a long time uh i'm curious to see as like uh i mean not to get morbid but like obviously there's going to be like a in anything there's like a generational swing to where a lot of the like old guard at nintendo will will retire you know pass away move out and of younger leadership and i'm i'm always curious if that leadership who grew up on the internet will feel differently about the prolification of it um but yeah i don't know i guess until then We'll see, uh, but I'm I, uh, sorry, Bowser. Which one? All of them. Bowser. Just all Bowser. Bowser the one just wanted to marry be, marry marry princess and sing uh, his peaches song. Peaches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tower Dodger, thank you so much for a ten dollar donation. Nintendo's gloves are always off. I mean, that's their secret. Yeah, Mario's just got bloody knuckles. Takes his shirt off. He's just fucking. Yeah, they, they've just never ripped. been the kind of the kind of company you can. Uh, it's either ask permission or ask forgiveness. You you don't ask forgiveness for Nintendo because they don't give it. You the only way around yeah, the whole even even back in the day when the whole monetization of of YouTube videos was an issue, they were still like the only ones into I don't know how late where they said you have to ask and we will give you permission and then you can make them not beforehand. Yeah. Most of yeah. the other ones were just like you know what it'd be stupid if we didn't let them. Free Did, marketing. Didn't they also institute Nintendo like this weird like like 60 40 revenue split it was like oh if you're using nintendo stuff you have to pay us yeah x I amount of money that. from the i don't remember that thing. but maybe i wouldn't yeah, doubt him <laughs> yeah time i wouldn't doubt if you had to sign away like your firstborn with with, with the old nintendo all your children they, should be named mario after this <laughs> just a long legacy of the koopa troopas 
the, the last child is always Morton. This is a classic. Also, they're harboring Wario, who's like a renowned criminal. Like that dude <laughs> needs to be in jail. Like put him right next to Yuji Naka. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that, that cell's getting full, Marty. You keep putting everyone next to Yuji Naka. <laughs> Hashtag for you, Janaka. Uh, and True Mando with a high limit said, Wake up, Samurai. We got a city to burn. No one's ever gonna, no one, don't print on Nintendo. Not until Tears of the Kingdom. After it, afterwards. What What about uh, Tears after of Pick- the Kingdom 2? You're not gonna give him the time to make that? <laughs> we got like six years. We won't have a pilot by then. Tears of the Kingdom 2. I, I don't, I'm trying to figure out the next title because the first one, Breath of the Wild, is clearly wind. And then this one is rain. Water. So it's going to be fire. Yeah, water, rain. It's going to be some fire, some earth. Yeah. It's, it's going to be some very like, deep philosophical but superficial term for Song, our boat. Song of the Spice. It's like the venereal diseases of the volcano. <laughs> oh. Heat of the loins. Heat, heat of the sun. <laughs> like, all about Gorons. All Gorons all day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other uh, little newsy bit that I found interesting, uh, which I alluded to earlier, was um, regarding Netflix, who uh, for the past couple of years has been like slowly um, kind of snowballing their way into the games industry uh, between stuff like uh, the Bandersnatch, the uh, um, Black Mirror mm-hmm. sort of quasi interactive choose your own adventure mm-hmm. uh unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt had a, uh, a kind of choose your own time. adventure thing. Yeah, yeah. I really like that one. Um, so they kind of started with that. And then obviously they've been known for, uh, a lot of video game adaptations. You know, we've, we've seen really good ones like Castlevania and Arcane and, uh, cyberpunk edge runners. And then they have some in the pipeline for Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell and Horizon and Bioshock. So they've, they've, uh, kind of harnessed the power of those adaptations. Uh, and then, uh, if you are a Netflix member on your phone, you can download, uh, like some of the best indie games any games bar none of the past couple of years like uh, immortality and spirit fair and before your eyes and uh kentucky route zero new stuff like terra nil um all the stuff you can just download on your phone and you you have these incredible games uh and then a few years ago they acquired uh night school studio who were the indie developers behind oxen free mm-hmm. and so uh, that is a netflix studio and just earlier today uh, during the nintendo indie direct uh they showcased the the um release date reveal trailer for oxen free two um and it's coming to you know it's a netflix production it's coming to netflix but it's also coming to playstation pc switch not coming to xbox which what are we doing xbox what's going on here i don't know they're they're deceiving everyone somehow it's sony's fault they're holding back as much (laughs) as they can but it won't take long they're afraid of getting sued by nintendo (laughs) they don't want to do it um so all this stuff, all the all these di- different uh, different disparate parts, and then news came out this week that uh, Joseph Staten, who has spent the last uh, twenty years at uh, at Bungie, at three four three, at uh, Xbox Publishing, primarily working on Halo, is is one of the sort of the architects of the original Halo story, uh, came in to try to help um, Infinite get through the finish line, uh, left microsoft and has taken a job as a creative director of a, a new triple a multi-platform game at netflix um that is not based on an existing ip so it's not like he's directing the stranger things game or the squid mm, game, squid game. Mm. I, it is surprising it's also surprising yeah. there's not yeah, a see. stranger things game that isn't just like a mobile game because there's some mobile games but like you know it's surprising there's not a bigger game uh, although telltale was ooh, i don't know if this is telltale uh was working on telltale stranger things before they went under Ooh. I don't know if that's 
If that's not on the internet, I didn't say it. You don't tell me what I said. <laughs> Welcome to the Rumor Mill podcast. Oh, no, am I going to, am I going to eat you, Doc? So, oh, no. uh, I can handle prison. Yeah, forget, forget anybody said anything. I can handle prison. Just to... <laughs> prison. That'd be I can handle prison. Um, so all of this is to say that it feels like it feels like Netflix has slowly been uh, a bill, uh, the snowball rolling downhill and 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 accumulating um, various tangential elements of a, a video game publisher curator developer kind of thing. Um, do you guys see them as like an actual legitimate? We should pay attention to them, or do you kind of lump them in the same categories as like? I guess Amazon and Apple also have their share of like Amazon's tried. They've had a couple of games. Apple has Apple Arcade, but like, where do you, where do you sort of view Netflix in the gaming landscape? Uh, yeah, I, it's hard to say because Netflix by this point, I feel like should have had maybe a bigger footprint in games mm-hmm. than they do have. Um, so to me, it's strange that they're like. Now let's do triple A when they really haven't mastered double or single A in any meaningful way. <laughs> like they haven't even like made a, re- well, Go I guess they it, kind yeah. of have like, cause you can actually find a lot more of their interactive like videos. If you like search for that stuff, there's like a, a mm-hmm. much larger category, but it's not like super popular. No. Right. Like you, it's, it's very forgettable stuff. I actually just, it just reminded me, I just played uh, a WWE uh, interactive thing where like the new day like tried to go into like the Undertaker's castle because Undertaker lives in a castle <laughs> and what? tried to steal his urn that had like powerful soul. It was real. Was dumb. it live action? It was live action. It was like all the it was the wrestlers like pretending to like it was it was like goofy. Like I liked it because like you know my we I like New Day a lot. Yeah, yeah, like they're they're fun people and I you know I'm a big Undertaker fan from back in the day. And my son yeah. you know we were just trying to do something interactive while we were all yeah. sitting on the couch together. So like it's not terrible, but it's like. I forgot it happened <laughs> until yeah. like just now. I, I like Undertaker's castle. <laughs> What's castle? It's really weird. But it's like okay, like this this is like a big swing. Like we've seen uh, companies who have made several AAA games kind of fuck it up and like not be able to get their AAA games off the floor. Like mm-hmm. Joseph Staten is an industry veteran, yes, but like Netflix has never done something like this before. And like the yeah. amount of money they probably need to throw at this, in my mind, probably isn't the kind of money that they actually have because they've been cutting corners left and right trying to save money yeah. for a multitude of reasons because they apparently are overspending on a lot of the stuff that they do in house, like making freaking Netflix shows. <laughs> so like yeah, I don't know, yeah. this seems kind of disastrous. Like I don't like them deciding to go into AAA game development when like their core bread and butter seems to kind of be teetering and on the edge. Are they developing or just publishing? This one is an in-house studio, an in-house Netflix studio being led by Joseph Staten. So they don't have, um, you know, their in-house games so far have been technically oxen free two is is in-house but that is like a, a team that existed before yeah, like they bought that whole right. squad yeah like everything else was like, um, they were like giving their license out uh to other people yeah and they've had some like uh uh the game wow. point p launched exclusively on netflix and that was the indie follow-up to uh, by the guy who did Downwell, mm-hmm. which was a, a, a pretty cool um that's a fun one 
yeah, a pretty cool indie game. And then he had this game, Point P, and that launched when Netflix sort of launched. They said, like, look at all these games we have on our service. That was a Netflix exclusive, I think, for a while. I'm assuming it's no longer exclusive. But um, have either of you that's played kind of a similar thing. Point P? Downwell? I did play Point P. I liked Point. I, I thought it was. I thought it was. I mean, I played it for like an hour, and I thought it was really nice. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, was, I, I just heard, I've heard literally nothing from it ever since that announcement, where everyone kept making fun of the name. <laughs> yeah, it is. A, it is. A, it is. A, it is a dumb name, but it, the game says the name multiple times, and it's like Stockholm Syndrome, where you are like, "Ooh, I now understand, and I enjoy the point P." Oh, this is like super hot. Just yeah, uh, after it's super hot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you start. Is, you start off hating it. I never yeah. hated it. I loved it from from the start, and I still do. <laughs> um, just get it over and over there. Yeah, it's funny that like um, you know Amazon has tried with what is it New Worlds? Was that yeah, the, the New uh, World? Yeah. Like that is that's like an MMO, right? Yep. And Lost World, I think, in it. Lost World was his second draft. Was that the other one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah they, they developed three games. They sucked, and the one they published, Lost Ark, is holding up. Yeah, because that was a game that existed for somebody else. Like there was Crucible, yeah. which they launched and then unlaunched. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then there was a New World, which people seem to like, but like I guess kind of just fell off the side of a cliff at some point. Like people yeah. just got bored of it. Uh, and then, yeah, Lost Ark, which I I played that, like 25 hours of that game for review, and the review never came out. <laughs> what 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 happened in the review? Why? Did you get paid for it? Because it was pre-launch, and so like it's an MMO, and it's like, okay, it took that long to get to end game content, and the whole time I was playing it, I was kind of doing it solo. So it's not really representative of like the actual experience, which is an MMO with like people and whatnot. So after I wrote the review... Uh, I spent all that time. They're like, yeah, we're not going to publish this. <laughs> Strange, because most... at least kill like, most, uh, uh, Yeah, I got I to kill feed. Yeah, because most uh, MMOers like, are kind of solo, solo playing. It's a, it's a strange phenomenon among MMORPGs that there's just a lot of solo players like a, to a severe degree. But that game's boring, is well, the, the point I was getting. Yeah, and yeah. If that's, <laughs> if that's the biggest claim to fame that they have, like, that's not... Uh, it's not encouraging. But it was popular, sure what but like, popularity doesn't necessarily inform quality. As we There's only one about. MMO I care about, and it's Honkai Star Rail. Oh. Y'all, uh, y'all on that Honkai train? That's that's the... I know that's MiHoYo, the, but is that the, the one that yeah, looks like super like action, action-y? Or? Yeah, it's like a, sci- like a space fantasy sci-fi yeah, I know there was, kind of thing. Let me look it up real fast. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's about uh, but yeah, it's about a bunch of honkies. <laughs> All them honkies, you know what I'm saying? Have a look through. If anything, though, I don't really care too much for Netflix games. As you said, like, what do we see them as? I see them as dropping the ball. They need to have all the DVD bonus feature stuff. Figure out a way to implement that into. I completely Netflix. agree. Every movie right. should have a commentary on there. What are we doing? Yeah. Why can't sure, I commentary, to sure. But I they used to, like I say, just have little games that you could play on it. That's that's the kind of gaming that that I miss. That I think Netflix Netflix is completely uh, like at a loss for. I used to find those. Uh, what was it? Just uh, small DVDs and, and cereal boxes. Horrible cereal that I never liked, but it had the god dang CD. So I had to get the kids next door. Reese PC's version, whatever it was, it was <laughs> awful time. And the, what was on the CD? Was it a game, a movie? It was like a, an episode and a small little game on it. So it had some Scooby Doo stuff too. Like that's how you get me to buy bad cereal, anyways. Is you put you put a DVD on it. And I'm surprised Netflix doesn't doesn't have bonus features or your commentaries or any of that stuff. Uh, and they announced See? they're getting rid of uh, their their mail service. So I believe in September they're going to send out their last. Uh, they didn't do that control. already. 
No, you could still you could still be milling. I guess there's like one last guy on the like one last person on that island. Uh, and they said uh, they they announced what the most rented movie in in physical Netflix disc history was. The most is it's something stupid, right? Hold on. Hold uh, on. I mean, it was like a very popular movie. And it's a movie, you say? All it right. is a film. It was from like the early aughts or like late late aughts, early teens. Um, Shrek. It, it was not Shrek. Mm, Let me no. give you the lead actress. Yes. Sure. Uh, America's sweetheart Sandra Bullock. Really? Um, yeah, it's from the, the Blind Side. Yes. Oh shit! I don't know where you are. I'm over. It was the Blind Side? Yeah. Yeah. Biggest game, big, biggest, biggest movie in Netflix history. Yeah. Not the Blind Side. The Blind movie. Side of all things. I hate that movie. So <laughs> what? Why? Uh, I'm, I'm the only one that's it's like. All right. Are you, you pro know, Blind just, Side? Absolutely. Just because, for the same sense, uh, when I watch uh, anime, Mashogans, Mashonans, is is Blind Side live action anime? <laughs> Blind Side or the sports films are just like Shonen. It's just. You came from nothing. You got to show yourself, and it's your family. No, you're you're, you're, you're very you're you're on to something. Like sports and shonen mix very well, which is why sports shonen anime are yeah. like so good. They give me the they give me the tingles, bro. They give me the goosebumps. <laughs> the same way that Lord of the Rings, when uh, the little hobbits are bound, he says, "No, you bow to no one, friends." That's a like, great. That's a great line. <laughs> that fucking ruled. Same thing for yeah. Same thing for the Blind Side. All over, just goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, to, to drag this conversation back several minutes, um, the game I was thinking of from MiHoYo is Zenless Zone Zero. That game Zenless real. Zone Zero. Zenless Z-Z. Zone Zero. Favorite? It's, it's like an action-y, hack-and-slash-y, kind of cyberpunk looking game. Like, the Honkai game is too fantasy. I, I like the look of Zenless more. Yeah. Oh, you like the look of Zenless more? More, yes, because it's like, that's like future kids and not like fantasy kids. Oh, future kids instead of oh yeah, I remember the Zenless Zone Zero. One. Yeah, like they showed like a trailer forever ago, and then like I've one of those things. From it yeah, since. yeah. Speaking of, wait, speaking of games, what's going on with Dokovi? Right. <laughs> Every day we're one day further from when they last talked about Dokovi. I'm I'm starting to think that game's never coming out. <laughs> no, Keely Keely got to give us three things this summer. Got to give us uh, Death Stranding two gameplay reveal. Got to give us the Elden Ring trailer for the DLC. You gotta give us that Dogavi. Only three things I want for summer. Um OS Jeff. You fucking OS Jeff. Yeah. If, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> Man of the people. The Rock knew. The Rock people knew. wanted. Yeah. That's what the, the 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 balance of power the DC universe shifted. Um, well, he was right. Sure did. Yeah, he was very right. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, it's just um it, it, uh, my thing about this Netflix thing is like I love oxen free, and I'm excited that they're still doing oxen free and weren't like uh, sort of dissolved into a greater Netflix in the same way that the uh, uh, Campo Santo, the developers of Firewatch, um, got uh, acquired mm-hmm. by Valve, and their the game they're working on pretty much yeah, just disintegrated, yeah, they and they put them on Half Life Alex and shit we'll never see. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's a bummer. So I'm glad we're still getting that. And but that being said, like. These tech companies like Google Stadia, like Google tried and Google failed um, at video games. And, uh, you know, Apple has Apple Arcade, which has a lot of cool games, but like really no one seems to care. And it's kind of a bummer that really great games will launch on it and be exclusive to it for like six months to a year. And then it seems like then when they come out on other things, they don't get the same kind of like, holy shit, it's out now. This game's really cool. Um, 
So, um, you know, that that being said, I'm pro uh, developers just uh, getting paid. Right. So good, just make right. that money. It should uh, it is the niche that they should hit board games on the Netflix family night. You know, watch them watch Jumanji play the Jumanji board game. Very plain, very simple. There you go. Yeah, the other thing they have to figure out is just have the game not be like a thing you have to download on your phone, but something that could just be played on your TV. Yeah, and I don't know which one. Right? Have y'all played uh, their trivia game that they got on there? Is it I just don't, me? You just, no. Can you play that like with your phone? Yeah, like? just no, not phone with your remote. Oh, I've not seen TV. This, no. Yeah, this is, yeah. they just got trivia on there. It's crazy. Because I guess, yeah, the other thing they could do is, um, you know, in the same way that, like, when we log in a Jackbox or something, you know, your phone oh, yeah, is your yeah, controller. Yeah, yeah. So That's you could cool. do a room full of people multiplayer game where everyone just pulls out their phone. And it's not like, oh, do I have all these Wiimotes? I don't know yeah. why everyone and, would be pulling out a Wiimote. Wiimote? <laughs> <but. laughs> oh, I brought my Wii U. <laughs> Um, put the family back in family night just have those simple things you, you don't need witcher 3 the game just put gwent on there oh yeah, i forgot about which of the tv show the, the, the fact that like you were saying marty the fact that those <laughs> games are divorced from like the netflix app is like bonkers yeah. to me like yeah, that should have been yeah. the whole draw to this yeah. is that oh you can get video games on the tv that you watch netflix on mm-hmm. not as an app store on your phone because I don't play mobile games right now anyway. So like, yeah, if I'm if I'm a TV watcher or whatnot and I see, oh, there's this cool indie game on Netflix, I hit the controller and it's like, hey, you can lick your controller and play this game here. I would probably try that. I'd be more inclined to try that. And I think a lot of people would, too. Yeah. So maybe that's something they're trying to you know, trying to figure out. I don't know what this AAA game up there I, trying to be like, oh, it's a game that you could play on your TV. You don't need a console. Netflix will do did they it say for that? you. Ain't no, I don't know. PC? Because cause what, what I'm, what this sounds like is similarly to the, the app store shenanigans for their Netflix game stuff now is that it's just going to release and be on yeah. like the PS5 and the Xbox or whatever, which is like dumb. Like, yeah, if you're going to make this big thing, make it a thing that you can stream, I guess. Yeah. Through yeah. Netflix, like, that Very is strange. your bread and butter is that freaking streaming tech. Yeah, Netflix is a all these streaming all these companies do like X amount of things right and then X amount of things that just baffle me. Where I'm like, how are you how are you fucking this up? Like this seems easy. Um apparently it is uh, more difficult than I imagined. Uh before we move into our next topic, uh Abdel Corrales, been a member for 13 months. Thank you so much, Abdel. Uh, in early access, uh, hello. When is the vote for the Frost game stream? When we, we get I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Probably this is probably a Nick question. And Nick is off gallivanting the land of Pouton. <laughs> Pouton. 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 <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I will figure that out. I, there will be plenty of lead time to let people know when the vote will be. It's not going to be like a uh, like a sneaky vote in the middle of the night. You like get an illegal uh, night election at four in the morning that puts <laughs> children into you know labor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, this country's going falling apart. Uh, and then Abdel also, uh, uh, thank you so much for the donation. I've got to ask KC, uh, what is a single? What is single A in video games? Uh, sing, sing, single A would be like uh, early access. <laughs> in my, in my, <laughs> <laughs> like friggin', uh Games preview betas, stuff that said, stuff that gets coverage, but it's like this ain't. Oh, uh, okay. I was thinking for single A. I was thinking like Super Giant, but at Transistor, 
So and then you it think single A transcends indie? Surely, it's just, if it, if we're just talking money, right? Like they got a little I, bit. I don't more, know. I'm not, I don't think I'm indie, talking. You like, literally I'm, broke. I'm talking scope. Like that's oh. where I'm thinking. Like like double okay. A is like, uh, we we want to make an experience centered around X, and like they build that. Whereas triple A is like, this has everything. Like this is a big open oh. whatever, right? So single oh, A is okay. like, I'm I'm I got an idea. <laughs> Right. I just, I, hear me out. I just used Nick's little definition where the A's are just money. Right, yeah, that's the way you can look at it, too. Yeah, the but. more A's you got, the more money you have. It's just zeros at the end? Yeah, Indy is oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, and Tower Dodger with a $10 donation. Thank you so much, Tower Dodger. I sincerely hope that if Netflix helms a game studio, that it doesn't mirror its streaming content quality, i.e. some gems with a lot of dross. Yeah, um... Netflix is a weird company because they'll, you know, they had it, like Casey mentioned in the past, they had a time where they were just writing the fattest checks. Like they gave Martin Scorsese carte blanche to make a, a, the Irishman, which was like fucking four hours with a bunch of 80 year old men, like CGI to pretend they were 30. I watched <laughs> like, that. Hollywood I, I watched, fucking loved yeah. it. I, watched I loved that it. like a TV show. I had to. I, I yeah, couldn't just shotgun the whole the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they do this thing, you know, they'll have, like, for every fucking massive hit, um, they'll have a million duds, and they'll have a oh. bunch of, like, who is this for? Why is this here? And then they'll they'll put a lot of uh, effort behind a show and then cancel it um, at its second season, which they've been known to do. Uh, they've also tried recently to get into live streaming, mm-hmm. and they have failed at it. What? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that Chris Rock is... thing. Well, the Chris yeah, Rock thing so worked. Chris Rock thing, like, a month oh, it ago. Worked. It yeah, worked. It was just bad. Oh, they, you're it. saying his special was bad. Oh, <laughs> No, no, his special was bad, and it wasn't actually live because the special was pre-recorded. The actual live part was a live post show of it was almost like how in a basketball game they like they'll go to Charles Barkley and Shaq to give oh, you like the goofs, right. but they went to like David Spade and like, a couple other people, and that was terrible. That wow. was very. Bad. I had no idea bad. that 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 that's what that was because I heard about the Love Is Blind thing where they couldn't even get it to air. That was the big thing this weekend is yeah. that they completely fumbled the ball and ever like Love is Blind, if you don't watch, is like this massive cultural like reality show cultural phenomenon about people who are trying to fall in love, but you can never see the other person. So it's can you fall in love with them through speaking and personality and all that? Right. Um and uh yeah, they were supposed to have their big like sort of like finale reunion over the weekend and uh, they just dropped the ball on it and then we're like had to issue like the funniest apology tweet where it's like i know a lot of you rescheduled your entire weekends around this but we will make it up to you Um, i don't i don't know why it's so big my claim to fame i know a guy that was in the first season and they show him in the trailer can't miss him because he's got a big ass forehead (laughs) but he didn't make it into the final version but they they have him like actually having conversations with the people and being nice and all that stuff but he didn't make it into the final cut dang yeah. How do you feel about really, that? Like, was he like? Uh, I'm not sure. He's he, a, get, he was. All those people get paid, right? Uh, I hope so. I don't know. He was. He was the developer for Paladins. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird resume. <laughs> yeah. 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 A funny time. Good old driver. Love is blind. Not not for you. You got very big foreheads. So love is not blind when it comes to this. Uh, that's what. What are we doing? Love is blind. Don't know. This is this is false advertising. Love is blind. Put put the Paladin Man on. <laughs> I don't think they cut him because of his forehead. Put the Paladin Man <laughs> back on the show. 
Uh, but yeah, it is worrisome that if Netflix can't handle live stream, even we can handle live streaming. And granted, they were probably going Sometimes. to a slightly bigger audience than this. Right. <laughs> probably a little more complicated than this. Still, Netflix, pull your heads out of your ass. Speaking of. Pull your foreheads out of your ass. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> You're the one who said it. <laughs> that was all you. <laughs> that's, his, that's his whole shtick, bro. He was a content creator, and in Smite, he's got a little icon, and it's just his forehead. <laughs> it's his eyes and forehead. That's all, that's all it is. Does he wear hats? Uh, probably not, no. He's, just, he's out there like that, dude. Raw dog in the world with a five head. I don't think you. Uh, we have the same definition of raw dog. Mm. <laughs> I think we have a de- very different definition. <laughs> Um, which kind of leads us into our main topic. I don't know how, but I'm just going to say it does. Uh, which, yeah, we were talking about um, sort of old trends in technology that we we kind of miss. Um, and this is stuff across games, across movies, just across kind of technology and life. So it's like, again, partly brought on by um, the weirdly like nostalgic coincidence of uh, Yahtzee putting up that EP and me putting together uh, an article about the changing discs things uh, completely separate. Uh, and so, yeah, it got us it got us thinking about we spent a lot of time bemoaning the current state of things. Um uh, especially, especially when next year. Uh, and so we figured, I figured it'd be nice to just take like a sort of a walk down our personal memory lanes of, of weird things that we hold in a high regard that like, we understand why they're not coming back, but, um, we, we, we kind of missed them for a time. Um, I guess one of mine just starting off with, uh, uh, piggybacking off Netflix was like, I weirdly miss physical video stores. And I guess just the idea of like, um, you being limited to the media that you can consume at any given time. Cause right now we just have infinite choices. Yo, we yo, get done with the stream. Well, not Casey. Casey has to do another stream. Got limited choices. <laughs> no, he has to do another stream. <laughs> but I'm We're just saying free. anyone tonight, if you're like, I, what do I do tonight? You can, you, there's a good chance you just have infinite choices of movies to watch, of shows to watch, of, of, of stuff to start, of games to play. Of It's just like it's overwhelming. You get choice paralysis. Whereas I remember being a kid and it was like the weekend would be like a special, a special time because it'd be like you go to the video store and you can get your one movie and one game and it was like this is the thing i'm going to be spending my weekend on it was like mr money bags yeah well one of each one movie one game wow (laughs) (laughs) so did you just get a movie and watch the same movie over and over the whole weekend (laughs) no no my parents would get the movie i'd get the game and it was always Toy Story. I think at that point they could have just bought it for me. This is the second stream I've been <laughs> negged by being called Moneybags. And the first one was post-CP where Yahtzee said I was dark. And I said, it's because no one bought me any floodlights. I had to buy my own light. And then Yahtzee was calling me a fancy boy for buying my own light. And I'm like, I don't think this. I think I'm being <laughs> gaslit because I'm clearly not being well lit, like regular lit. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I miss I, I miss I miss video stores. Do you guys do you guys have any nostalgia whatsoever for video stores? Or are you perfectly happy with the the, the current digital future we live in? Uh, yeah, I kind of got to say I I like the uh, ridiculous amount of choice in stuff to watch. Uh, but I I do in terms of in like in terms of video games, I do kind of miss browsing the store and not knowing what I could like what's there and then like being enticed by something on the shelf like that is a thing mm-hmm. that i am nostalgic for and miss like the 
I did not know about the F-Zero series until I saw F-Zero artwork on the N64 F-Zero Xbox. And, uh, and I, <laughs> like, I asked my mom to buy it. I remember crying for my mom to buy this fucking game that I'd never seen before and knew nothing about. <laughs> so if, if like, it was, a, it was a whole hassle. I had to get my younger brothers to, like, get in on it with me. It was like, look, we all want this, right? Like, this is a team. Like, we gotta, <laughs> like, we gotta go in. So she bought it. And if, if that hadn't been like one of my favorite games of all time, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> Cause like I I really sold it. So it's a good thing that it ended up being like a very good game for me. What if it would have been disappointing? Right? Like, what yeah. if it was terrible? I don't I've know. Done I was that. Kid. So Kids make dumb decisions. <laughs> lack of dignity, bro. I had no no shame whatsoever. <laughs> oh my god. No, I I genuinely do miss the if anything the the slower drip feeding of games and and movies that would come my way i was just saying to my to my girlfriend the other day it's been so long when was the last time that you um aside from whenever she's playing something when you just walked by a tv or you could flip through the channels and something was on and you're like what just happened uh, and i'm watching it that's it i'm just watching it. like and now i it's on me to start the film it's on me to just like I can't surprise myself. I'm going to start a film, forget it, and walk by and let's see what happens. Like, it's, it's the, the romance is gone from that. Uh, just always being on demand just makes me tired. I, like you said, we could play any game. We could watch any film. I'm just going to go to bed, probably. Uh, <laughs> it's just uh, I miss I miss the rituals. I miss how much slower that was. Uh, I almost miss cable and the commercials. It was kind of nice to watch, watch, watch. As soon as commercials were gone, yeah, I don't know, yeah, stretch your legs, yeah, go break, walk around. water, do something. Yeah, not just straight to my phone, to TV, phone, TV, phone, TV. Constantly. I mean, though you could pause it, I 100% understand the 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 mind process of like, yeah. this is still going, I can't take a break because you're still invested. Like, it's not like the plot yeah. has taken a break. Sometimes, yeah, like, if yeah. something gets a little slow, you're like, all right, let me go do something else for a second. But like, no, usually if I put on a thing, I don't move until that thing is over. I can't do anything else until the thing that I decided to watch is done. Yep, pretty much. Oh, oh my God. You're going to have a hard time with uh, Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. Three hours and 40 minutes. See that, did it uh, again, uh, Martin. See, that's why I, you look at a movie like that and you're like, not today. And it's going to end the same way. <laughs> Scorsese only makes one kind of film. Uh, happy endings? Yeah, Every, all, everything worked out well for everyone in the end. Yeah, pretty. It doesn't matter how how nice or how horrible you were in life. Everyone dies. I'm like, thanks, bro. Just in case you forgot. <laughs> uh, what's uh, what's what's some other stuff that you guys um, um, you guys missed? Uh, oh, the, what is it? Yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, actually, I'd missed the point. The thing that we had missed from the video rentals is just browsing. Because oh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Moneybags with the with the movie and the video game, I would spend more time just walking through, just window shopping. Right, I still do that on Netflix. I, I'm, my my watch list is actually bigger than anything I've actually actively watched the like watch again list or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like I just have a good time of uh, as Casey said, you just find a game and you feel almost tripled, quadruple more excited that it actually did turn out to be like an amazing thing Mm -hmm. that's why i've got i've got this weird niche where i just play demos of games still to this day if yahtzee ever asked me a question about any game usually i respond i played the demo yeah (laughs) you want to talk about the first 10 minutes of whatever game i probably played it not not to completely tell you what the game was like two years ago yeah i could tell you yeah i could could totally tell you that yeah so so that's like the video game rental space as far as missing that kind of stuff What, what did i write 
Yeah, I felt like there was like a uh, there was a level of like discovery and curiosity with it, whereas now like we have infinite knowledge at our fingertips, and that's a good thing mostly. But like, there's very rarely is there that sense of like I don't know what this is. I'm gonna take a chance. Oh, holy shit! I'm really glad I took this chance. Uh. Um, yeah, and that's something again like sound like old man yelling at clouds, but like something I kind of miss. Something I'm glad. I'm glad I grew up in kind of that final generation where that was still a thing because, like, yeah. God knows that's not a generation for, like, Casey, for your kid. You don't you don't get to bask in that, do you? If it was amazing, you just sit there, euphoria. If it was horrible, you still sit there in this atrocious mire of, of God, this game betrayed me. You can't do that now. It's just yeah. like, eh, I'm bored of you. The next one. I was like, eh, okay. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, if, if the game was horrible, you still got to play it. <laughs> you, you're going to be Damn right. You're going to put it right back in. You're going to play it yep. some more because that's all you got yeah. right now. Yep. I paid a dollar for Jumper Griffin's story. I beat it twice. The worst Jumper, game like I the movie Jumper? Played. The movie Jumper, yeah. Playing TV's Hayden Christensen. They had a tie-in game. Yeah, yeah, it was about Griffin's story. Apparently, literally the worst functioning game I've ever played. It was horrendous. The review. We should stream that. That should be our streaming game. If we could find it, I don't even know if if they have those. I I can't remember what reviewer because I went back and retroactively looked. I was like, was it as bad as I remember it? Where they said those trucks that are dumping off those ET games, you better uh, like take a right so you can pick up this game and take it with you. I'm just like, oh my Uh, god. I want to track this down now. Worst game ever. Going over uh, some super chats because uh, some of these will tie into other things that we've mentioned uh, on our little cheat sheet. Uh, Trumando, the highlighted message over on Twitch, said, I miss the lack of standardization between physical PC game boxes and how clever they would get with things like the StarCraft battle chest. Yeah, that's kind of like the, I, I, I miss. It's funny. I am no longer a tangible. I don't buy game or I don't buy physical games. I buy everything digitally yeah. now. Um oh. I do have a collection of old games and I do still like if I ever find a deal on like an old game. Like someone doesn't realize how cheap they're selling it for, I'll jump on it like a game that I like. Mm. But I have no desire to. I own zero PS5 games, zero Series X games. I own three Switch cartridges, uh, two of which I have the digital mm. versions of as well. I should probably just sell those physical ones. Um, Dang. But uh, yeah, I, I miss the physicality. I miss tangibility a little bit. There was something nice about that yeah. area. I don't want to go back there with my current games because there's something too convenient about having a million games on my Switch as opposed to bunch of games on yourself but yeah i miss again this whole same era of like walking around a best buy or a electronics boutique or whatever they were you know games that, whatever, that was land. fun too the wild west of of uh garage sales and pawn yeah. shops before the internet because now they check they just check price online everyone's right? too smart <laughs> yeah they just match prices back then you could you go find some like a gamecube and a like 20 games for a dollar at some grandma's yeah. garage sale like oh my god i've hit the jackpot yeah. i miss fleecing the elderly before <laughs> they knew uh let's face it some of them need to get fleeced uh <laughs> doing, a, doing a service <clears throat> Um, uh, on the subject of like physical stuff, though, yeah. um, one of mine was uh, like like launch day hype, like gatherings. Yeah. Like when like something was coming out and like your area would have uh, a history of like, oh, we don't have any more. So you needed mm-hmm. to like be in line. You need to be there early. You need to try to like put a deposit down and like you'd be in line with a bunch of other people who were like, oh, we all like this thing. Um, like. When did you like? What's your history with this thing that we all like? Whatever, like you would like talk to people, and and <laughs> stuff like. 
it's a thing that I don't want to do anymore, but I am still kind of nostalgic for it because it was it was a fun time back then. Like the the one that mm. I remember most was oddly enough Borderlands 2's launch. Like mm. it was a great atmosphere in the the line waiting to pick those up. And like some of those people I remember like exchanging information like oh we'll play, we'll actually co-op together. I never actually co-op with those people. <laughs> I don't regret it, but it was it was still a fun time. <laughs> I don't regret it. <laughs> it was a fun time. Yeah, I, uh, I one of the last uh, like midnight launch things I remember doing was um, for the 360 when it came out. I went with uh, a buddy of mine and the two of us camped out overnight and it was in Damn. fucking November in Wisconsin. So it was like cold as hell. Uh, and it's funny. He's now uh, he's now a producer at uh, the Respawn just opened up a new studio in Madison here. Mm-hmm. And he's a he's a producer there. So he, we both got in the industry. Um but uh, yeah, we waited overnight in line for the 360 console, and then flash forward to when the um, Series X and PS5 came out, and it was like pre-orders went up one morning during COVID, and I knew they were going to go up, and I was just like, "Bit, bit." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they both arrived at my house the day they came up, and like, yeah, the, the, that was very convenient, and I'm glad I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. But like. There was hype around, like, yeah, it was, it was in event, line, and then more planning, people would get there. Yeah, yeah. Midnight launches used to be a big thing, which I don't know if they still are. Like The the last of the last kind of midnight standing in line thing I had to deal with was pure frustration, and it was when the graphic cards had a shortage, and I had to try to wait outside to get a new uh, third, oh, three, 3000 series graphics card for work purposes, because like, I'm not going to be able to play these games for work. Yeah. And, like, I waited in that line, and they were out. So like that just wasn't a good experience. I was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> yeah, had to uh, buy one from a, a fucking crook. <laughs> cruel. It's a cruel world we live in. Uh, Bearded Bunny uh, with a highlight message on Twitch. Also going back to what we said. I missed rental places. Going to get a movie was a family event. Now I'm on my phone. My wife is in the other. Uh, my wife is on another, and the Wii has the the Xbox. So the Wii has the Xbox. The Wii has the Xbox. No, the Wii one. Yeah, the Wii has the Xbox. Sounds like a code name to like trigger someone's like assassination. Think <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, oh no, you're gonna go kill someone. Uh, Mason Daniel, 499 Dono, uh, over in YouTube. Thank you so much, Mason Daniel. Uh, just raw dogging the world with his five head quote of the year. Love this casting community. Also, are all you trying out War Tale Last Spell newly released? Let's see here. Uh, I think these are different games because there was a game called The Last Spell that <clears throat> Elise just reviewed, um, a couple weeks ago that came out. Um, right. Oh yeah, here it is. Uh, so this is the last spell. That's at least I have not played either of those. I also don't know what War Tale is. I see War Tales. Oh, are okay. you thinking of War Turtle? The the the, War Turtle. the Squirtle that Squirtle's dad. Gen. Squirtle's dad. <laughs> are they not related? What? Yeah, it is. It's Squirtle. Yeah. His dad is War, War no, Turtle, still, and Blastoise is their grandpa. But like they're the same person. Oh. I think it's, it's like Squirtle. A Squirtle as a teenager, and Squirtle as a grown man. No, it's. I think it's like Squirtle's abuela. Is that a, what is that? An uncle? Grandma's <laughs> grandmother. Oh shit! That's a Charizard. Charizard is Charmander's abuela. What's a grandpa then? Does it sound like abuelo? abuelo. Ah fuck! That was. I speak I no Spanish, and even I know that. Did you take Spanish in school? Yeah, but I forgot it all, kind of on purpose. You, you in Jersey? There's a lot of Hispanics I was hanging out with in Jersey. I mean, the Spanish are everywhere. I don't know. You're not telling me. Not nothing. where I grew up. 
I grew up in Virginia. I was the Hispanic. No, that's fair. Yeah, Virginia, they have a strict uh, no minorities policy. Yeah, they only only one only minority one. for each family, like in China. <laughs> uh, King Dead with a $2 donut. Thank you so much, King Dead. Uh, maybe just me, but bad local business commercials. I liked bad local business no, commercials. those are good. Yeah. 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 I think those still exist too. We just don't like watch. You got to like dig into like the real bad local cable. They're, they're on like social media now. Yeah. Like they're not going to air on TV. Yeah, I guess that's, oh, that's true. That's put fair. It on yeah. their Twitter or their Instagram accounts and stuff. Yeah, I missed those. I got to watch those when I was in the hospital in January. So this is the last time I've seen local TV. <laughs> that's you purposely injure yourself just to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, just to, local- just to go in there. They're the ones that are keeping the cable business alive. Everyone in the hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, hospitals. Uh, Nick the OG with a two dollar dono. Thank you so much. Game and film. He's joking. Nobody has two televisions. We didn't have two televisions. We had to split those. That's a Back I just to the Future think- reference there. Uh, well done. Um, Back to the Future is a great movie as well. <laughs> End of story. Shout out to, shout out to Doc Brown. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, Fat Koch. $10 dono. Thank you so much. I miss demos and demo discs for games. I know uh, they're never coming back because it would kill hype for AAA companies. Also, the H in Koch <laughs> is silence because I said so. I'm sorry, Fat Cock. Listen, every other time I've said your name, I've said Fat Cock with a, with, with a plum. That was the first time I tried to... Nobody puts Fat Cock in the corner. Um, demo yeah. discs. God. Uh, I love demo discs. Amazing. I loved demo discs i don't even know how I, I kept getting them the pizza hut ones uh the underground ones like i'm not sure where they came from but i always got uh, them underground. goodwill like, well, magazines would usually pizza. like give you some every once in a while you get like a demo disc attached to it there Do were certain certain magazines that magazines? were months like i believe the official playstation magazine had a playstation demo disc every month i know the official dreamcast magazine had a dreamcast demo disc every month for okay. the 12 months that console existed <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I had a, I had a, um, I mean, Frost, like, that, that was sort of like the progenitor of, of your beat now of early access of, of, you know, cover, covering games early of getting a little sample yep. and seeing if you want the full meal. Testing out their demos. And, uh, that's almost like a different art in itself. There's just something about these new age ones versus the older ones. I feel like the older ones are more about just getting you to the gameplay, right? Mm-hmm. Just get in there, get in there and get going. Um, like they'll probably just give you the fifth level of Metal Gear Solid or something. Whereas nowadays it is the tutorial or it is just the the beginning lore, and it's like a fifteen minute demo, but ten minutes was just reading stuff, and it's like get get yeah. to the nitty gritty. That that'll be a, maybe a cold take for another time. But I do think older demos are better than these newer ones, even though there's more of them. Except for a yellow taxi go vroom. Oh my god, that that's that's a demo. Future Goaty, yellow yep. taxi go vroom. <laughs> Uh, were you a, were you a demo person, Casey? Uh, absolutely. Um, I keep, it's weird, uh, that I'm realizing now, but a lot of my nostalgia is not even as far back as like that time period, but it's like the Mm -hmm. 360 era, like really just nailed it in terms of just Mm -hmm. stuff that I wish was still going on today. Like they forced every single game to have a demo attached to it. And like it, it was digital. It didn't come on a disc or whatever, but you would just go to a list in uh on on the console and literally every game that xbox uh that could run on xbox 360 had to have a demo microsoft mandated it and so like i tried all sorts of shit and a lot of those demos like i still remember to this day like there was a a demo for a a superman game that never released i believe 
uh, was it like oh, Superman Returns movie game? I think yeah, so. Yeah. I played that, that in the movie around that time. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah. it wasn't terrible. Like it was pretty fun to fly around that city and like uh, you know superhero land on the ground and like uh, you would always get to some point where like uh, a big ass Metallo, like Superman's giant robot who has kryptonite uh, in his chest, would like show up and then it's like ah demo's over. So they'll never go fight Metallo because then because <laughs> then the demo ends. But um. Yeah, like I bought so many. I feel like I just mentioned this, but I bought so many like indie games because there were just so many demos in that list. Mm-hmm. And like nowadays, it's it's not like put in front of you. Like if you want a demo, you have to go find it. Yeah. Whereas if I just had a place that was like, here's all the demos for like the things you own, I would yeah. routinely scroll through that and be like, oh, this looks interesting. This looks interesting. This looks interesting. So like it's 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 more effort nowadays to go and find those demos because they are still out there. Like Frost said. But like it's cool to just have a uh like a just like a Netflix queue that just says like here's all the demos you can try. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still like it. I like I like stuff like Steam Next Fest. I like um you know, sometimes during those summer events like Xbox will release a bunch of demos of like indie games um for a limited time and um those are exciting because those sort of try to tap into that old nostalgia. Um it's it's very different now, but it's I guess it's the closest thing. They take them away. I don't know why they do that. I don't know why they take their demos so away. Weird. Oh, True yeah, Mandalorian says Superman Returns did come out. Shout out to Superman. There you go. Yeah, I remember playing that demo. I also remember Black Ops would just put you like in the middle of the campaign with uh, the snowy stealth missions. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, and that's, yeah, I feel like that's how you, you sell a game. Like, you know, if there's something like people aren't really talking about. So like right now, um, Dead Island 2 either just came out or reviews dropped or I think right. maybe out today, um, but it feels like no one's really talking about it because everyone's like, oh, man, Jedi Survivor comes out in a week and then Zelda and then all the we keep mentioning all those big games coming up. And whereas I feel like if there was just like, here's the first half hour or hour of Dead Island 2, I think you'd get a lot of people downloading it, playing it and then being like, you know, what, maybe I will buy this. Like, I am having fun if the game's good. I mean, if the game's bad, that's going to be. If someone's More being, uh, you know, to, right? yeah. yeah, if someone could be swayed and the game's bad, then they'll be like, no, I'm not going to do this. But um, surely you get the game, best bit then just to gaslight people. Like, if you yeah. if you only made a good 15 minutes and the rest of your game is absolute garbage, like just <laughs> yeah. show them that best 15 minute the bit. Of like even the worst demo or even the worst movies can have a, a you could cobble together a good trailer. Like, oh, yeah. movie oh, has, like I, I love 90 video. seconds of stuff. Yeah. Um, Avatar the last airbender comes to mind. Yeah. There was like a couple cool shots because like, uh, like the teaser trailer that, for that movie was phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like oh, this is, is about to be lit. And it was not. Shyamalan, you've done it. <laughs> it was it was very not. Father of Stuart Little has finally done it. Um, <laughs> uh, Red Dwarf 42 with a final dono said, I miss old stupid E3. I miss Robbie drums. I miss Mr. Caffeine. I miss giant enemy crabs. There Ridge was racer. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was something so stupid oh, to man. those old E3s that I loved that we just don't have in the very, like, uh, very planned and manicured streams that we have now. Like the PlayStation showcases or Xbox showcases or Nintendo Directs. Like, there's no room for like, ooh, this is a train wreck, <laughs> or like, yeah, this so is a weird moment. Now. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, rest in peace, um, E3. Uh, what else? Any any other any other things you guys uh, you guys miss? You and I both got the the physical like strategy guides. Yeah, yeah. I wrote. Oh man, I loved. It's like going through because I would never get new games. I was poor. 
So, but getting, uh, like, I had a nice cheat code collection of just the games that I would eventually get. Like, oh my God, I, my mama hated me. Because every time I'd get any kind of money, she just goes straight into a $50 book. She's like, God, this son, this child, she started charging me for beans and eggs. So you're going to start paying for something in this house if you're going to be wasting it on cheat code books. And that's that's probably why I hate money. But why am I? Because I was like, she'll feed me and she'll give me stuff if I don't have money. But as soon as I have any kind of money, she starts charging me for eggs. Like, I, I just don't want money. I don't want to work. <laughs> that's why I, <laughs> why I hate money. Yeah, no, there's just uh, something about the cheat code books. I'd also have to go yeah. to the library and ask them to print out pages. I remember we used to have like just these old crinkly Grand Theft Auto cheat codes on them. Sometimes, you, you know, you'd write other things in there and whatnot. But it was just it was great. Put them in the in the um, the case, you know, with the manual. Oh, my God. I miss a yeah. good manual. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what one of the things that uh, I loved so much about Tunic was uh it's clear that uh, was Andrew Schuldice, the mm. the creator, had yeah. a clear affinity for that physical era of of media as well, and incorporated it super well into um, Tunic. So, yeah, I miss that. I, I miss that too. I miss like if someone put up like these beautiful like fucking super HD scans of the original Famicom like Zelda one and Zelda two manuals, and like the art in them is crazy. It's like this mm. official Zelda art I've never seen before, and how there would be like actual hints you would need the manual to like find out certain secrets same thing with like old metal gear solid one like the 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 frequency you need is on the back of the box on the back of the case and it's just nowhere else which is like in hindsight dumb as shit but also kind of wonderful um there's something magical about that do you know that's why blockbuster stopped showing having the manuals in the games nintendo sued them Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Blockbuster Bowser went to jail. <laughs> yeah, he did. Because they wanted to uh, sue for video game rentals. It's like, we, we don't get Oh, are you being serious? No, I'm being serious. No, oh. I, I'm telling you, for those for like a, a video or something, I want to do the many lawsuits of Nintendo of America. Uh, what One of them is they sued Blockbuster for video game rentals, and in the end, they couldn't get that going, so they just said, fine, we're suing for the book or the manuals. And Blockbuster said, fine, we just won't, we'll make our own. And so, yeah, that's why they don't have official. Uh, they didn't have official manuals uh, near the end there. I'm already oh. thinking like a name of name for that video of like, I hope Nintendo doesn't sue this video. <laughs> that's good. I like that. that that's a good yeah, way see, to get their lawyers to pay attention. You know, that video will get you sued for us, probably. probably. I don't know how good the uh, escapist lawyers are. Do we have uh, escapist lawyers? I think it's just Nick. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh god. He's, he's he's never come back from Canada. He's gonna, he's yeah, gonna, if he has to take a plane to get back, he's never coming back. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's, a learn, fug, he's a fugitive. No, I thought he's just gonna learn French Canadian. He's gonna, he's gonna like burn his social security card. Are they in Quebec? <laughs> Join the French uh, Foreign Legion. Uh, they are in Quebec. Yes, correct. Unfortunate. Hmm. Uh, correct with a Q U. <laughs> oh, correct. <laughs> uh, Dower Dodger, ten dollar dono. Frost hates money. Donates harder. <laughs> This is incredible. Is, I'd rather be you rich. You start burning money on stream and see what yeah, happens. I'd, ra- I'd rather be rich or completely broke. Some money, as my mom taught me, you just get charged for eggs. Like, no. I'm not having it. What, what else did I write here? I put, also put couch co-op. I, I remember oh, there was a it was a very sad time somewhere around high school when we started actually getting internet and Xbox Live and stuff like that. Before we'd hang out at each other's places, right. whoever had the consoles, whoever had the games. But at some point, we were just like, you know, we could be doing this in our separate places. Yeah, yeah like they, 
that's a really good point. I used to have a tradition with some of my best friends in the world. Uh, Superman Jeff was in the chat earlier, so he would remember this. Like every New Year's, like as teenagers, just like we didn't have shit to do. Like we're not going to fucking Times Square or nothing. So like we would all come to my <laughs> house and then we'd spend pretty much all night playing video games into the New Year. And at a certain point, we could not do that anymore because all the games that we wanted to play together required Probably. us to be at our own houses. Yeah. So it just, it kind of killed that tradition, <laughs> which like, I love online play. Like it opens up the doors for so much other things, but it definitely killed couch co-op in a very meaningful way. Cause they decided to do one and not both for, you know, for money reasons, but like it, it definitely yeah. died. Yeah. yeah. One of the, one of the reasons I hold the N64 in such high regard was like that, that console was synonymous with me for uh couch co-op with like sleep you know, like even like it, there was like the classics obviously the mario kart smash uh mario party golden eye perfect dark kind of thing but there would also be like again we would because uh i i come from a, a wealthy family of debutantes and could rent a game every weekend and rent something like fucking hexen i'd be like we'll put we're playing hexen this weekend didn't that or come like, with the 360 no you're thinking of hexic yeah, you think? Oh, I'm, well, my mistake. Oh, I'm so, I'm I so like, sorry. I confused. I confused Hexon with Hexic. Oh my goodness! I apologize. Off, I apologize. Wait. <laughs> Unfortunate. No, Hexon, Hexic. It's like the Mario to Sonic. Hexic is a little puzzle game. They gave the 360. Hexen was like a Doom clone where you like fought demons using magic. Right, okay. Sure. Hexic also ruled, by the way. And it was free. Everyone had one game. I was more addicted to Hexic, I will say. That's because you never rented Hexen. Yeah. Yeah, no money, bro. <laughs> no money. For, <laughs> no money. Get, what do you want from me? To get that devil game in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, those traditions, you know, they're just gone. I. This is back in the day. Nowadays, you guys have all the flavors of energy drinks. We only had Monster. We had the green and the blue. And if Wait, you know, Monster the blue is like... Flavor? Yeah, Monster Energy Drink. What flavor of energy drink do you want? Monster. It, was just, it was green and blue, and blue was locale. That was nasty, but they started coming out with new flavors. We'd get like the new cards and play them split screen and whatnot. I probably tore a valve or something because that. What did I need energy drinks at like 14 or whatever? You did was. it. That's the you yeah, had energy. energy. I, rem I remember. I think it was Dark Souls 3 release. All my friends were complaining about. I think it was. Was it. When, when after Dark Souls 3 Midnight release came through, I was chilling at home, downloaded it, and played it the next day because I was not going to ruin my sleep schedule. Whereas my friends like got into some kind of accident or something because one of them fell asleep at the wheel. I don't I don't remember. Ooh. Yeah. Sounds like that that's that that's an interesting. Just you feel I feel like you don't age out of these things. Just circumstances change, right? I didn't feel like I got too old for Midnight releases. It's just the, the tradition went away as soon as it became more accessible to do yeah, the other like, thing. It made more sense to do it yeah. the new way. Yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah, trade I guess it. that's almost a lot of these things. Yeah. Like, again, couch yeah. co-op or digital, you know, digital media or, or anyway, even the internet. Like, I had that, like, I'm kind of nostalgic for the early days of the internet when it was like, it felt like a weird discussion. Like you felt like you were like exploring. And you're like, oh, a Geo City's web ring about Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> filled with little animated gifs of Goku shooting uh, uh, Kamehameha. 
don't mind if I do. And I don't know what I was doing there. Like, right, I was yeah. Just getting viruses. That's just- <laughs> <laughs> I, I spent an inordinate amount of time uh, on a wrestling role-playing uh, group online. Mm-hmm. Very much confused why I could not find the, a way to download the game that all these people were playing. Oh, <laughs> like I, I didn't realize that they were pretending to play a wrestling game by typing out the story. I'm thinking it's recaps yeah. of stuff that happened somewhere. I'm like, where do I get in on this? Oh, it took me way too long it. to figure that out. Oh, okay. Well, at least it stayed nice and innocent. I've, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, growing up with the internet, don't fully know English, you end up in weird places. Like hard to explain to you. A lot parents. of dark alleys at night. Yeah. And even as you get older and you're still not fully caught on to the internet, like I found the secret Harry Potter book that no one should ever read. Oh, no. Yeah. Are they not doing an HBO miniseries? I hope not. It's about his family. It wouldn't go on HBO at least. <laughs> well, I don't know. Did you guys see that they're remaking Twilight as, an, as a miniseries? Or not who a, is? as a miniseries? Who, who is doing this? Hey, yeah, who is they, Marty? <laughs> Lionsgate. God. They're just doing it. They're just doing Twilight as a TV show. Like, what are we doing? Uh, that that, that makes me unreasonably like, angry. Isn't that True Blood or Vampire Diaries? Yeah, both those things are point. better than Twilight, though. And yeah. I hate Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Dang, this is a lot. What is Man the vampire? Vampire, the vampire Diaries gives both. Gives us in. True Blood is not only Diaries. Not if they're about vampires. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about like Wimpy Kid? Yeah. I mean that's fine. It's about a wimpy kid, not not right. about a vampire. I don't I don't care what you're getting right. up to, freaking freaky night creature. <laughs> uh but yeah, I have nostalgia for um I, I was in a I was in a role playing chat room for Gundam as well. Nice. How do y'all end up in role playing chats? What? Because you just search the internet for things you like and then yeah. that just pops right. up, right? Well it used to be like Yahoo. That was the internet to me was Yahoo. When I hit the internet, I'd, I'd you'd, you'd go to fucking Yahoo. Yeah, or like the AOL be like, oh, page or whatever. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, chat rooms. And they're like, what are your interests? So I was like, oh, I like anime. I like RPG. I like Gundams. And all of a sudden, I'm talking to a bunch of 40-year-old men <laughs> pretending I'm Zex Marquis. <laughs> <laughs> I've already said, like, hey, I'm pretty sure. like, hey, kids, you want to have Zex? Do... <laughs> <laughs> There's no voice. You can't do anything to me. No, oh, they all God. kept it very, very PG. It was great. I was fortunate though. My my internet was absolutely horrendous. All I could do was play Scooby Doo scrapbooks on the CartoonNetworks.com. I thought I was like, "When's the game kick in? What's happening? I was like, am I winning? Just with my shit scrapbooks." Scooby Doo disappoints again. Yeah. There was a thing uh, Nintendo used to do on their official website called Club Nintendo Club Nintendo or Camp Hyrule. I think it might have been Camp Hyrule. Hmm. Um, and it would be this like week-long thing and it would usually be the week of e3 and this was probably uh 98 to 2001 probably 9-11 probably ruined it like fucking ruined everything yeah. can't just walk on a plane anymore <laughs> gotta check my bags can't go to club hyrule in the summer <laughs> thanks a lot bin laden uh but camp hyrule was like a thing it was like a uh you'd almost like create an account and it'd be like it was this like uh, uh, interactive map and you'd go to the different places and then they'd, they'd have like games and chat rooms and you were like part of like a they'd put you in like almost like a house like a like a team and your house would get points for doing the games and stuff the more you were on and the map would like change depending on the time of day and like turn to night and like hmm. campfire stuff and it was all Nintendo themed it was fucking it was like really yeah, fucking yeah, cool I've never heard of that cool. I, I wish yeah. I knew what that was back then yeah, yeah. I think, I think again the, late, late 90s. the, the macromedia, macromedia shockwave player or the shock I machine I remember that I remember that. Yeah, it was this like it was this weird 
thing that you downloaded on your PC and it yeah. would let you download and save offline all of these internet flash games mm-hmm. and like macromedia themselves kind of had a they were they acted almost like a publisher for like a ton of different flash games and it was super weird shit on there like there was this game series called uh lenny loose jocks and he, it was a trilogy where like lenny's walkabout uh lenny loose jocks in space and this other one like it like really fun adventure game type things like lots of like mini game competitions fat boy raised the cookie factory was one of them <laughs> There was a bunch of like South Park uh, Flash games, whatever. Like it was dope. Like I love this thing. That that was all the PC gaming I did back then. Bring it back. Uh, the the single A studios. Like, you talking about? Yeah, this yeah, is Fat Boy Cookie game. Factory. Yeah, that, that's single A gaming right there. Uh, I love those games. Guacamole, five dollar donation. Thank you so much, Guacamole. I was around uh, twelve when one guy, one jar. Oh God, was making its rounds uh, on the internet. Good times, good horrifying times. Also, recipes, Game Fudge. I don't know. Is Game Fudge a man? A I, yeah, I don't know who Game Fudge is, but I feel I like I don't want to imagine what one. Oh, one Game Fudge might have been a website. Oh, okay. like a, a, a website like that, like that, full of little that games. Scared me. It is. Oh my god. Oh, I shouldn't click on that website. Uh, I'm no longer <laughs> on that website. <laughs> Recipes game fudge. Take a magnet to uh, my PC. Did you? Did you guys uh, have anything else or any, anything specifically you want to talk about playing? We don't have to go crazy long because I want to give Casey some time. Some some time to yeah. do his, his pre Greek push ups. <laughs> I gotta get like Kratos before things get started. You gotta get, yeah. I don't have anything about it. I just keep watching the same shit and playing the same shit. So, you've been watching yeah. Lost. I've been watching Lost, yeah, but I'm gonna be watching Lost for a while, so I'll, I'll, have, yeah. more, I'll have more to say later. I finished. Oh, uh, you can check out my review of the season finale of The Mandalorian. It's on the site now. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't like any of this. <laughs> I want to like, like it. I want to like something as much as I liked Andor. Just make more things like Andor. Like something from Star Wars or just something, period. Just anything. I just want to be as happy as I was after watching every episode of Andor. <laughs> I hope Zelda does that. Uh, what about you guys? Anything? I started watching that um, Netflix series uh, for Ultraman. It's like a continuation oh, yeah. of Ultraman, though I've never watched proper Ultraman. Okay. Um, I was just looking for something to, to watch with my kid while we were in the house on our own before my family yeah. came back from her trip. And he got way into it. So like, I was surprised that he was like super... And weirdly enough, the story is about um, Ultraman, who is now retired, accidentally passing on his powers to his son. And now his son has to be the new Ultraman. So it was like, oh, a father and son are watching a father and son on TV. It was very weird. Uh, but we liked it. It's not a great uh, anime story so far. But, like, it's it's good enough for, like, a, a kid who's, like, who's like oh, it's, toying with it's the an anime? Like it. Yeah, it's an anime. Like one of those Netflix uh, CG animes. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, it's it's okay. Mm. Mm. Just, o- just okay? Unfortunate. What's the goal? See ya. Uh, been looking. Excuse me, I was working a lot. After I work a lot, I don't even feel like finding entertainment media. So I just sit on my bed and browse through whatever I can find. And I ended up watching uh, Beef just because I was curious about these needle drops that... That Marty mentioned. And yeah, I saw that the first episode. A, that is a show, man. I don't, I don't know what I watched there. I guess it's kind of like Secession. Hey, he said it's Shakespearean in nature. Mm-hmm. I could almost say that for any any drama that makes me laugh uncomfortably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like Shakespeare. There was a, yeah. A, yeah, it's just like Shakespeare used to do to me. Uh, that's a lot of uncomfortable laughter. Um, a lot of like gut drops as well a few times. But yeah, it's just a massive PSA for why road ragers are 
subpar humans, I imagine. No, <laughs> this is this is all this is all I see because my uh, significant other gets a little gets a little uh, feisty behind the wheel, and I'm like, don't because it is Oklahoma. It's almost summer. It's getting hot. Just Stephen one Young's bad gonna chase us. Can't yeah, Stephen Young's gonna have have at it. Like this is just uh, the biggest butterfly effect from hibachi grills or from yeah. failed suicide, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that I, I've only seen episode one, but like it, it did a great job of like just like what 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 do they call it when like that big tone happens in like uh, Christopher Nolan movies, <laughs> like that big ass bass wow. drop. Yeah, like yeah, those like that's that's what like scenes in that episode felt like to me. Like stuff would happen, yeah. and, like my brain would go, <laughs> like oh my yeah, god, <laughs> and it never stops. It never stops. Like that that show, I, I don't know. I, I generally could not have a conversation to its merit of good or not. I just I was was attached to it. I was stuck to yeah. it. They're also short. They're like what thirty minutes each. Yeah, thirty minutes. Hey, yeah, so far. It's good. It's yeah. good telly. It's good telly right there. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying nice. to binge that as soon as I can because like that the first episode absolutely hooked me, and for and like Stephen Yuen, who I was already like a super big fan of. Like I love everything he's in, um, mm-hmm. and Ali Wong, who I've only seen in that Randall Park movie that they did, <laughs> uh, which I can't remember. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't really see much of her though. I know her name, like she's like everywhere, yeah. but I don't really watch her. Both of them are fantastic. Yeah, they're great. Like I love watching yeah. them on screen. Yeah, it was Absolutely great. Simple much. Simon says so. Beef watch, yes or no? Uh, I give it a thorough yes. Yes, a big, a big old... I've only seen one episode. I don't know. I generally, I don't know what to tell you. I, if it resonates with you, you'll probably like it. Yeah, if it watch one episode if you like the first episode. Yeah, then, yeah. Uh, you're gonna like the rest of it. Yeah. There, there you go. It's, it's, there's a lot of shows people say, you know, give it three episodes, give it four. Yeah. And it's got like only eight. But <laughs> this one has ten. If you if you like the first one, you'll probably like the rest of it. Because uh, it never a, stops being more of that. And it's yeah. an A24 joint, if that matters to anybody. Yeah, I mean. which usually is a seal of uh, seal of quality. <coughs> Comgen, it just says it's like the old uh, Morgan Freeman, Ben Affleck movie, Changing Lanes. I mean, that's what Road Rage. Yeah. Road Rage never oh, – I was moved by Road Rage. They try to change lanes, then bad stuff happens. Oh. Yeah. Uh just repressed people <laughs> from different walks of life going absolutely <laughs> nuts classic uh, changing lanes that's, uh, and uh someone obviously the big lebowski you know just to stay just to stay in the cultural uh, you know ethos and Coraline. <laughs> just to stay in the cultural ethos yeah so we talk about the hit 1998 movie the big lebowski <laughs> yeah the big, the big lebowski I, I get it now the dude abides he does if anything Is that the first but, time you'd seen it yeah, that's the first time. Oh, because like, I've I've also never seen the Big Lebowski, so I'm curious. Oh, like seeing it this late in life, are you like I get it, or are you like this this is it? <laughs> uh, it was it was it's got some some moments that are pretty funny and still hold up. If anything, it's more an exercise in writing because I always think about uh, like just writing different kinds of characters, and he to me was a super neutral character. Where it just shows you never make a neutral character because the only way you'll make them exciting is by everything else being absolutely crazy. And that that is what that movie is, is batshit insane. And just a normal dude going, what the hell, man, <laughs> the whole time. And yeah, it was, it, was, it was amusing. It was amusing. It's a classic. I thought there'd be more. Uh, having not known, but I'd seen the trailers and a few clips in here. I was like, oh, what? But the bowling. <laughs> You know, like where it's it a ended. film about bowling. Yeah, where it ended, I was like, "Wait, what? What about the yeah. bowling?" <laughs> so, yeah, that and uh, yeah, Coraline. Did you say you didn't care for for Coraline, Casey? Once? Um, I don't remember Coraline. 
Mm. It's the stop cool. animation movie about the little girl. No, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know what it is. No, I may cool. not have seen it. I don't think I've seen oh, Coraline. It's great. I love I love Coraline. It's very creepy. I think I was Even, confused yeah. with like the Corpse Bride or something. Oh, mm. oh it came out like around the same time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 still still pretty creepy. It's got some great voice actors. Is that a Tim Burton joint? David, some other company. No, I believe uh, it was directed by Henry Selick, who's the actual director of A Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, like it, everyone always says that Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas, but he was like a co-writer and a producer on it. And so Henry Selick was the actual director of the movie, and he did Coraline. Yeah, he, he does a uh, Wendell and Wise. Yeah, I just did oh, the one. Oh, I want to see that. Peel. Oh, okay, yeah, Peel. that that yeah, looked no. interesting. I want to see that. It said the yeah. Peels, like they're married. <laughs> just yeah, yeah, only one of them Peel. is named Peel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything else? Or do you want to no, wrap this up? You got anything, Casey? Uh, nope. Hell yeah. Then we can, we can take off there. Um, what do you guys have going on? Frost, what should folks uh, check out? Where can folks find you? You should all give your money to the patron, because if you do, then there is a fresh new cold take waiting for you. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, a bunch of three MRs, you know, to go look through the site. Have a good time. The also ironically, the cold take is about the thing Frost hates most: money. I am. Your arch nemesis. You made a whole video about it. I did. <laughs> uh, KC, what do you have going on? Uh, my most recent three MR is on Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Uh, a lot of people are angry. Those people are nerds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> people are nerds. Uh, outside, outside of that. Um, you can check for my latest episode of uh, my personal podcast on uh, my Twitch channel, Sigma Gears 9. Um, I can't even remember what we were talking about, but it was a great conversation. Trust me. <laughs> I was on it. Yeah, Marty yeah, was on the show. Talk about Suicide Squad. Yes. Talk about Sega buying Rovio. Oh, yeah. We had yeah, we had a real uh, dope conversation about uh, Sega's business practices. Uh, and funnily enough, we did not bring up you do not go into jail. So there's that. But um, yeah, so check that out. Uh, search for The Sigma Show on your favorite podcast listening service or just watch the, the VOD on Twitch. Um, I'll be back in about a half hour uh, to help Jesse get to the Greek and we'll be joined by Rachel Kayser again. So that should be a fun time. Uh, and tomorrow we'll be continuing our playthrough of Half-Life 2 with me and uh, Marty. Um, and this Friday will be the return of Adventurers Live uh, where we'll be continuing the game we started like a month and a half ago. <laughs> oh yeah, Dem- Demio? Yeah, D- Demio, mm-hmm. Demio, something like that. Uh, which was fun. Like we had a good time playing it, but like, yeah, it yeah. it's been a while. So we'll we'll pick that up on Friday. Um, and that should Heck yeah. be it, I think. Yeah, so streams for the rest of the week, obviously, uh half an hour. Uh get Jesse the Greek, check that out. Uh the only stream tomorrow is Half-Life, Casey and I at 7 p.m. More Half-Life 2. And then Friday, the double dose of uh Amy and Frost at 3 p.m. Central with more Disney. Uh, but playing Jungle Book and then Adventures Live uh, afterwards. Six Central, five thirty Central. I think it's everyone I've asked says they don't know. Someone has to know. There's... I think it's five Central because it's like immediately after. The... I think because their stream is three to five Central. Their stream is three to five. Oh, Correct. Someone should have planned that right? better. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like they they set that time while we weren't doing our thing. And our time was literally as soon as my workday is over. So that's like 6 p.m. for me. You know what I'm going to do tomorrow? 
We'll start a Slack thread with everyone involved in these two shows, and we're going to figure out what time's there. That's what we're going to do. We have that Slack thread to look forward to. Uh, yeah, so thank you uh, so much to everyone who watched, everyone uh, who, who chatted, everyone who donated. We really appreciate it. Um, it means the world to us. Uh, thank you, Casey. Thank you, Frost. Uh, and uh, that was Breakout episode number 83. Uh, we'll see you guys next week, and uh, stay tuned 25 minutes from now for more God of War. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.